Welcome to Games on Earth, episode 139 for Friday, August 24th, 2018. I'm your host, Derek Thompson. With me as always, we have Ian Sarnicola. Hey, baby boy. And Bradley Bichino. Hey, brother. And this week, we're talking all about the one, the only game, the Omni game, the game that has been with us for 14 years has filled our lives with joy and grief and has ruined some lives and people have probably died because of it people have lived greater lives because of it world of warcraft battle for azeroth specifically i know we've had uh, a few episodes maybe one or two about wow in the past but this is going to be one all about world of warcraft i mean we never do that we didn't do this last time or anything it's actually weird to think about the entirety of the last expansion legion was all documented on this podcast by us, like uh, us talking true. about it. I'd be interested to go back and listen to that episode where we, we like, I think Brad and I just went into it and, and just dug deep into Legion. But enough about Legion. Legion's over. Legion's done. We don't need to give a shit about that shit. The demons are dealt with. The demons are dead. Now it's all a little murkier, a little, a little more morally gray. As we enter this expansion, Battle for Azeroth. So, how do you guys want to start this one? Where do you want to go? Like, we can go any direction because I think we all have a lot we can talk about here. Um, I, I I would just like to say before we get in, you know, get into the thick of it, that as a player returning to the game after a almost ten year hiatus, how long has it been? Eight years or so. <sighs> Last time I played was more? when when Brad and I lived at Davis. So that probably was two thousand nine. Yeah, that was nine, nine years ago. Nine yeah. years ago. Yeah. So okay, nine years. Um, wow. Things have changed, <laughs> and uh, it's pretty <laughs> for cool. the better. Definitely for the better. Um, I would also like to say that the all the hard work that I put into my character. <laughs> you guys, if anything, you guys both held me back is what I would. I yeah. just, um, oh. I, to everyone or anyone listening, I have this druid. His name is, uh, Yodimus, And we go way back. And without Brad's help, I would not be playing this expansion right now. Um, <laughs> sure you so, would. <laughs> Brad, so, <laughs> Brad leveled my character from... What level was your character when you logged in to um, him for the first time in eight years? A gentleman's level 77. 77 yeah, and three quarters. 77. And so three quarters. right now, currently the level cap to start this newest expansion, Battle for Azeroth, is 110. So that's a lot of content to get through. Um, <laughs> now you did your part, Ian. You uh, you know pushed through you know the the tough stuff. Yeah, and made it all the way to eighty two, eighty three, or eight, I think it was eighty four actually. Oh, eighty four. Yeah. Okay, that's so, yeah. But it was about one week, one fucking week before the <laughs> expansion comes out, and I'm like, well. I get it. Not everybody has a lot of time to play. And well, plus we were in Portland, have... which didn't help yeah. at well, all. That's what I was about to say. It's like yeah. a week before the expansion comes out, and Ian and I jet set over across the country to uh, what? What is Oregon State? Namato, the land of milk and honey, again? <laughs> I don't know. I, um, <laughs> the state of 
North of the milk state, and honey state one. State of ecstasy, I think is state what it's of called. ecstasy. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it's called. They have like yep. the most orgasms per capita, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm like, there's no there's way Ian's gonna orgasm. be able to do this there on right. his own while he's he's doing O's over in o- <laughs> Oregon. Yeah, right. So I was, I I devoted, I would say like. In, I think five days, I was, I played close to thirty hours on Ian's account, <laughs> and I got easily, wow. easily. Yeah. I had no idea, or like I wouldn't have been able to do it without Ian's help, though, because there was yeah. the, t- it was down to the wire. It was Monday night; the expansion was coming out, and I logged in, and he had him and Derek had played the night before. I was like, yeah. 10 or I was yeah I was like 108 or or 107 and I logged in and Ian was like 109 and I was like yeah. fuck yeah I'm just gonna tap this s- into the hole. <laughs> <laughs> we had a little bit of downtime after a hike and we were like you want to PVP let's PVP and I was like oh an invasion's going on so let's get that experience real quick and we managed to to knock it out uh, from Portland so offering that extra little bump and then. When BFA released, we were re- all ready to go, pretty much. You had tidied it up, Brad. You uh, you tipped it, it in. It was a pleasure like you, and an honor to work. You for you, you dribbled sir. it up to the uh the basket, passed it uh to Ian, who then alley ooped it back to you. No, very if, briefly. If we're very gonna, briefly, if we're Ian gonna make this into like a, it. if we're gonna make this into like a basketball, yep. metaphor. We are. <laughs> okay, so it was more like. Brad was the proud father, and I was the toddler that he was holding up to the hoop to dunk the ball. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's perfect. But, yeah. So like, like I was crushing it, but like super assist. Like Brad kind of <laughs> okay. owns my character. Like I consider Yodimus is like kind of like I'm leasing it from like an ABC warehouse. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> because because Read the fine print in. <laughs> yeah, right. I I am going to you're going to log in one day and all your gear and all your gold is going to be gone. Oh, for sure. And and I'd be <laughs> like, like, "Well, I took what was mine." Brad I took owns what was owed. Cuz it was a refer a friend character anyways 9 years ago. So again, without without riding your coattails, wow. I wouldn't have made it to level 77. Do you know how much gold I put into your character? I am assuming so much, and that's 55, why fifty-five thousand gold. Jesus, what? <laughs> how? Jesus. What? What happened there, Brad? Well, the first day Ian logged in, when he returned, I gave him like ten thousand gold or something like that, and then oh yeah, it was you were paying. I, he back needed alone, flying right? or something, so I gave him another ten thousand gold, and then. <laughs> I ended up spending twenty five thousand on heirlooms, and Jesus. then like another five thousand to upgrade them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, it, was, it all paid off. It all paid uh, off because now we're all playing launch together. Launch day came, uh, and Ian and I were flying back. Uh, we arrived back in Michigan, and uh, we all set off on this great adventure together. Um, <clears throat> So BFA is unlike any other World of Warcraft expansion in that you, each faction, the Horde and the Alliance, uh, kind of starts with their own island, uh, their own continent, basically. Uh, Typically, in a WoW expansion, what it is is 
it'll be like six to seven zones usually and the horde and alliance will both start on either side of like either either so at some points it's been either side of the continent but a lot of times they'll start in the same spaces but then just yeah. have like oh our alliance base is over here and the horde base is, is across the valley you could probably even see it if you're up high enough and then you kind of quest through the same content but in this one both places and storylines are completely separate they couldn't be more different uh the alliance gets the island of Kaltiris, which is a human nation that if you played warcraft 2 you'd be familiar with um jaina proudmore from warcraft 3 uh is from there and she's returning to kind of get the Kaltira navy on the alliance's side for this war against uh the horde and the horde are um they have gone on this mission to rescue the princess of the Zandalari trolls. And they're going to the island of Zandalar, uh, home of the Zandalari. And uh, their mission is to kind of get them to join the Horde and get their fleet. And it's all about like getting their the fleets back together. Because I guess the Horde and Alliance fleets were com- like pretty much completely destroyed in Legion. Um, and that's like the prevailing storyline for both factions. But it plays out completely different. Like, the Zandalar is, like, this tropical, deserty swampland, um, whereas Kul Tiris is, like, a mountainous, uh, I don't know how to, what, what does it kind of relate to it in real-world terms? Kind of, like, oh, main, it's kind of like, like, it's very maritime, yeah, say, like, it's Iceland? kind of like the Netherlands. Netherlands? That's a good example. Yes, like the Netherlands, or, like, Scandinavia a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it's got um, a nice... Lots of rivers and hills and mountains mm-hmm. and... And a very cohesive kind of atmosphere, like stylistic uh, yeah. approach to the zone. Um, where like the the boundaries between the zones, while visible and like prominent, it doesn't really feel like uh, in a lot of uh, World of Warcraft past expansions, you'd go from like a zone that's like like Hellfire Peninsula. It's all burning demon desert oh land that's red. And then you go from there to a place called Zangermarsh, which is just the big mushrooms and water everywhere. And like the difference between the zones, you go 10 feet and you're in the other it's one. It's a different it's like going, planet too. It's yeah, it's a like different, it might as well be a different, different planet. Yeah. You go from red red place to blue place. Well, in, in Kultiris, it all blends together very nicely. And it has a sense of... I think more than any other area in the entire game, there's definitely like a sense uh, of place and uh, the pieces, the zones fit together really well. Um, Zandalar seems more like the old style where these are three separate zones. While they do have some cohesion, uh, it feels definitely more like that old style. I definitely, I've I've heard that style referred to as the theme park style where you have your attractions, your three main attractions, you know, you have the jungle. You have like the Animal desert. Kingdom. Uh, yeah. Desert is Disney Space land. Mountain. And Space Mountain at Epcot. And they're like three separate places you go to and you feel they feel like very different places. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Kultiris, it kind of feels more like a national park style. Like it feels like visiting one big That's cohesive a good place. Way to describe it. It's very yeah, natural. Is. Very yes. natural. Um and there's all these there's little towns all over the place and uh, the culture is very rich and interesting. Uh, the quest lines are very fun. Uh, I am just 
I am having so much fun in this expansion, guys. Um, there, there's just so much to do at any time, and the level scaling's in there, so you can approach it whatever zone you'd like. Um, we started with Tear Guard Sound, and I'm about a qu quarter of the way through both Drustvar and Stormsong Valley, the other two zones of Kultiris with my Alliance character. Um, and I'm already about to hit 120. I'm going to hit 120. 120 is the new level cap, and I'm going to hit that tonight. Um, but yeah, would you guys want to start talking about your, your experience with the game so far? Sure. Ian, are you ready or you want me to take the lead? Um, I can go. That's fine. Go for it. I'll save mine. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, as someone coming back eight years later, what's that like? Like, how how is it different in in broad strokes compared to what you remember? The just every single process and system within the game doesn't seem like as much of a grind. Doesn't seem like as much of homework mm -hmm. to me. Um, <laughs> And I mean that, you know, like, and I look back on those times playing years ago very fondly, but they have definitely, definitely improved just the user experience as a whole. Mm -hmm. Everything Smoothed is, out all the rough edges yes. for the most part. Um, I will say the most interesting thing is I'm very surprised that I'm playing this, like seriously playing through this as a caster still. I never... That's never been my kind of character, and I am yeah, loving this no, balanced I, druid. You're more, you've always seemed to me to be more of like a heavy hitting, like, yeah, in your face. I'm just gonna mash my buttons in your face and hope for the best. Don't yeah. take that as an insult. That's how no, I play dude. video games. <laughs> and well, and that's but. why I, I boosted that paladin when I had that boost token, right? But yeah, compared to the paladin, is so boring, in my opinion, just compared to the casting and maintaining all the buffs and like just generally being a pain in the ass to everyone um, specifically i love that the druid is a is a just a you have such an amazing toolkit yeah like so many options get out of well yeah and even within each spec your mobility and survivability is so great it's kind of like a jack of all trades situation yeah I uh, I would say that still, the th one thing that hasn't you know really changed is the fact that I still love PvP more than the questing aspect of it. I always have. <laughs> um. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, but, but the, the, what, I, like, but what about these uh, new quests? You seem more engaged so, in the quest. Exactly. Yes. That's what I was gonna say. I, I don't like dread it said. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas before it'd be like there'd be some interesting ones, but they, some of them were so grindy over and over, uh, same I, exact thing. I 100% agree with you. It just like to interject to, into that point, they Blizzard was really good at treating the player with like ever since Wrath of the Lich King with like cinematics at the end of the zone or like everything's leading up to this dungeon that you unlock at the end of the zone, and. They introduced like phasing and everything with Wrath oh, of the Lich yeah. King, and like it was this big grind to the end to get that satisfaction. And I, yeah, one thing like, I noticed, and um, this is like one of the big driving forces of their marketing and design of this expansion is they're trying to bring it back to the basics. 
and they've kind of like they've almost removed phasing entirely not completely like there's the entering phase but like as far as phasing goes in the game you can you i've not found myself in a different phase as another player um, maybe one time that i can think of so it like really encourages like playing together jumping in with friends at any point and like Mm -hmm. playing through the, the these great quests at any time and it's like the the rewarding gameplay is like spread throughout the zone it's not i i think as far as phasing goes i think what they've done is just they've hit it really really well yeah and i think that's the biggest thing i think yeah we all when we were playing together encountered just like one moment when we were all out of phase with one another and it was like that ring of uh booty yeah it was for one quest it was only during one quest but i also think like while we've been questing together, I think we've been we have been in other phases. Like uh, there was that one where the big giant squid dude attacked. I'm positive that was like a different phase. Like there's stuff like that, and um, right. Like I know they're happening, but I think they're really well hidden. And, and like you're right, uh, it, it is making it a lot easier to, to quest with uh, other players. And I think I have another point with that, but I'll let you keep going. No, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Well. So what they've done with the with the questing uh that one of the biggest changes that they made. So previously in in WoW, you go to a new zone, there's a quest hub. It gives you like three or four quests or whatever to go out to these places, get these things, and then come back. You turn them in, then they give you what's called a breadcrumb, which is like, "Hey, my cousin up on the mountain needs help with the trog infestation. Go check it out and I'm sure he'll have work for you." And then you go do that. You just go up the mountain, and then you're kind of done with that hub. Uh, that still exists in this, but in previous expansions and in ever since kind of Cataclysm, what those hubs did is kind of linearize. Is that the? Is that, I don't know if that's a word. They've they made zones extremely linear. Yeah. Um, like you basically just went from point A to point B to point C to point D to point E, and then the zone was over. There would be like a cutscene or like a, a final thing and then the zones ended and it's been like that for so long and it's kind of frustrating um because if you're not in sync with another player through a zone um you wouldn't really be able to play together but what they've done in in this expansion is now that main through line still exists but on the sides and hidden around like in different random places there are just little hubs full of quests that you can just hop into at any point and that main quest isn't the only, like, most of the meat of a zone is all the little stuff all around. And they're each little self-contained little quest hubs that you can go to at any point with their own little story. And if you want to just, like, it gives you a good sense of accomplishment when you go do them. Because I'm like, I have 40 minutes to play. I can just hop over here. Oh, this bee farm that makes mead is having trouble. I'm going to go and do all of these quests here. And you get like an open and shut case, a, a nice little arc with little, like interesting little character interactions. And then it's done. And you feel like I've completed this little, little area. And I'm not like any further in the main quest. So if I'm playing with friends, we can still pause there. Uh, but I've still managed to accomplish something. Or if a friend hasn't done the main quest up to a certain point, we could still go to that little honey place I was mentioning, like that little quest hub and do that together. Um, 
like uh, the other day we were like, okay, what quest do you guys want to do next? And I just opened my map. I was like, do you guys have that exclamation exclamation point showing us there's a quest spot up here in the corner? And we went over there and it's this awesome quest line that just started. We played through it and then it ended in like a couple hours. And that's so cool. And that has not been in any other expansion uh, really uh, up to this point. Like these, these little uh, like bite-sized chunks of questing um, that all kind of build up to give a zone a really good feel, a really good sense of place. And like each one gives a little bit to build the lore of a zone mm-hmm. um, without mainlining you uh, like previous like zones have done in the past. Uh, and it makes the game feel way more open and way more accessible and way more fun to play with other people. And um, cul- it, I just want to say cul- it develops culture. Like the, yeah. there, there's definitely a, I, I like the Zandalar and the Kaltir and culture. They've really like, they're bringing out certain like, um, like, uh, the way that the Kaltirans speak, for instance, it's just like very familiar, and it reminds me of like a real fantasy RPG game. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, like Fable, or like it's just this yep. dopey British type of oh, cup of tea, <laughs> like cup of tea. Hey, would you like a cup of tea? Fancy a cup of fancy a cup of like it. It it's dopey, but like it works. In well, not everyone talks super dopey, but not yes. everybody <laughs> does. No, no, yeah, yeah. The leader of the uh, of uh, Andwin Ren is like, Oi. oh, I see oh, well. I'm, I'm your I'm king here. now. I'm the I'm king. <laughs> go, go fight off Savannah, would you? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rein this back in, and I'm gonna say that uh, I am very impressed with how much variety there is in between like the questing zones but at the same time it still feels uh super cohesive mm-hmm. um i also wanted to mention that if anyone out there is hesitant to play because of you know the computer that you have i'm pretty sure you can run this game um, <laughs> yeah with uh what you're running on it with, with what you're playing on yeah it. Having, you're having a good experience right like i am it's i mean i have a um surface laptop so it's i5 it's got eight gigs of ram so it's decent but there's no dedicated graphics card you got you've got that i uh intel 620m yeah hd graphics yeah <laughs> that's a good that's their modern chipset yeah that's, uh the the new the new so, uh, driving force. It's good. It helps that I have, you know, a more recent, you know, I guess integrated graphics, but I have the settings I'm running pretty low just so I can maintain decent frame rates, especially in PvP. But yeah, so far, great user experience. Um, it's just super fun. And it's great that you don't have to invest in a, you know, gaming rig if you, I guess, are at a place where you can't spend that money. Still yeah, I, enjoy the game. I, so, I think this that's particularly that in particular. I mean, has been one of the greatest strengths of World of Warcraft ever since its launch. Well, ever since a couple of years after its launch, I'd say, is that its art style over graphics at all at all points. So it can run on ancient machines, um, or pretty much anything like. I remember in 2004 when I first ran it, there were areas I'd go to 
that the game would simply not run well at all. It would yeah. just be like Lagger, t- Lagger Forge. Lagger Forge, yeah. Iron Forge was just full of players, and I would get like 10 to 15 frames uh, or less even if I was nearer to the bank. Um, but it would run fine everywhere else. But like, I remember that day I got a new PC or like a new graphics card, I think. No, that's when I built my PC. And I finally could go in there for the first time with it feeling nice that, and like having a good, a relatively good frame rate and just feeling amazing at that. But now that computer, there's no way in hell that computer could run World of Warcraft now. But I'm just saying it, the low end is very low. Uh, you can get away with, even if your computer says it doesn't meet the system requirements, you could probably still play WoW um, at the lowest settings. Uh, I, I've played it on a MacBook Air from 2014, uh, and that thing does not have good proce- like a powerful processor, and it's way out of date, but it runs it just fine on low settings. Um, so, if yeah, like Ian said, if that's kind of blocking your... If you're interested but are kind of scared about your computer running it, that's not something you need to worry about. But the other thing I was going to say is, like, this expansion, as far as if you're thinking about getting into World of Warcraft, is a fucking amazing place to start. Because it's they push the reset button on the world, pretty much. They uh, sure like did. How, like they how Brad sure was did. saying how grounded the world feels again, or how, how it's kind of back to basics. That's the whole game again, because... What's happened with WoW over the past, I don't know, eight years or so is that it kept, it, it got into the cycle, the problem that a lot of like uh, superhero uh, comics or like a lot of media in general just gets into when it's a story about characters uh, getting more powerful. Games do this all the time where you go from being a lowly boy uh, killing rats in the basement to, you know, slaying monsters to slaying like bigger monsters that are threats to a whole region and then suddenly you're saving the world and how do you what do you do that's bigger than saving the world oh start saving the universe like it it, it started escalating more and more and more and more and more until every expansion the entire world was at stake every single time you 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 played the game and eventually got to the point where in legion you are literally fighting the Burning Legion, which is like the great enemy of all the Warcraft games. The fucking Sargeras is is in the game. Um, and you ended up defeating him. Like, the, it got so wild. You were flying crystal ships to broken worlds across the cosmos and killing demon <laughs> horde armies and so fighting crazy. inside of a nightmare of the dragon aspects uh, and uh, it, yeah, it it, it just it, it was that bananas. Just so crazy hearing it when you say it now because I was thinking about <laughs> it earlier too. I'm just like, how, like the, there were consequences of that which are great. Like they hit the reset button. Like we killed Sargeras in his well, last kill. Well, we imprisoned Sargeras, and his last act was to drive his sword into Azerite or into Azeroth, the planet, and basically harm it enough that like the planet our, started bleeding. Our planet started dying, and it's bleeding yeah. a resource of great power. So, what what they dialed back the narrative so much that really it does feel quite quaint to play it mm-hmm. and know that like the enemy at this given moment is other people. Like other yeah. players, it's the horde. If you're alliance, yeah. 
And if you're the horde, it's the alliance. So like, it it it, it does. It, it's just like a really good role playing experience where you're not mm-hmm. railroaded through, uh, God narrative or whatever. What whatever you would call yeah. it. We've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. The dragonborn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you basically uh you basically kind of set up kind of the premise there. Uh, yeah, real that blood is seeping out of the world, and both the horde and alliance want to harvest it because it's extremely powerful. And they both have these giant mobilized forces. They're going to fight a war. There's a ton of media and stuff building up to it. That was the other thing. I mentioned this last week a bit with Jesse. But the build up to this expansion was really amazing. And it got a lot of people really excited. And they did certain things like burning down Teldrassil and destroying the Undercity. That got the Horde and the Alliance at each other's throat. I fucking hate the Horde right now. Like, just personally. Oh, Um, yeah, me too, man. I fucking hate the Horde. I fucking yeah. hate the horde. Kill, killing them on sight because of what they did to my my favorite tree. Um, <laughs> every but, time I every time I kill someone in PvP, I either out loud, as you know, if we're on the you know if we're in the same room, I yell mm-hmm. for the alliance. A lot of times I'm doing it in my head now. Yep. I'm an adult, you know. I think just for Darnassus, you fucks. Um, um, and yeah, I don't have anything against you if you play the horde. I'm just gonna say right now though that you chose the wrong faction and you are all yeah. evil. And war criminals, but <laughs> um, nothing. But yeah, no I'm offense. fired up. It fired me up and got me excited. And the the other thing is really weird, where we are playing a game where we are fighting like raccoons that are more powerful than the demon invaders that were destroying the world. Yeah. But hey, you know, suspend your disbelief. Our our weapons of great power were sacrificed, and we're back to baseline. I don't know. Um, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with pushing the reset button as far as that goes. Um, but it wasn't just like storyline. It was also stats. It was also every class got revamped in the big 8.0 patch that we talked about before. Um, a lot of things kind of reset. So if back to my initial point, which I got way away from, if you are thinking about playing World of Warcraft, um, or if you thought about it, or if you played in the past and are thinking about coming back, now is the best time I can imagine getting into it because that giant story arc just ended and this one just began. And so, yeah, it's, it's a great time to, 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 to start, to start playing. Yeah. And if just in a word of advice, if you're a returning player and you log in and you're like, Oh man, my character's only level 60. Um, just boost that oh, yeah. motherfucker. Oh yeah, you get a free boost. Uh, or the, when you purchase the game, Battle for Azeroth, uh, you get a character boost up to one ten. Boost that fucking character. Don't worry Don't. about missing content. Don't worry about any of that shit because the, this expansion it's lays over. out the storyline very well. Um, it'd be like. You know, you you don't feel too confused watching A New Hope if you didn't watch the prequels. That's totally fine. <laughs> You'll be fine <laughs> watching st- playing this game story wise. Um, and if you were attached to a character, like seriously, Ian made the same mistake I've made back. Like every expansion, they offer a free boost. Like just because they give you a free boost, don't just think like, oh, a free character I'm gonna add to my list. Like boost the character you want to play yeah yeah I like if you want to play well. a new class <laughs> go for it but you're gonna end if you're gonna other if you boost a class to 110 because you're like oh that's the best bang for my buck you're still gonna have you have to level up that character you want to play and it takes time like it took 
Ian's character like almost 30 hours. Do you want to put yeah. that in? Probably. Yeah. Do whatever not. you can to get the character you want to play to 110 to actually play the new content. Because I got to yep. say, like, they've done some improvements to the leveling process, but it is not as enjoyable. It is not as good of an experience as the 110 to 120 experiences right now. Uh, the quests are just so much more fun and so much more immersive. And the world is so much more interesting. And also... <laughs> Being in the zeitgeist is, is exciting. We've talked about this on the show a lot, but like being in the this part of the game is the most exciting time we're gonna have with this expansion in a lot of ways, or at least this in this part, the leveling up part. Because um, I know 120 is a whole nother beast, and I'll, I'll get to that in just a second. But uh, being there and playing with your friends and and having this experience, they've had 14 years to iterate on this game and its systems, and it definitely shows in Battle for Azeroth. I think that's that's might be the most important thing I gotta say because that's another gripe a lot of people have with WoW in general is that it's old, but I can't think of any other game that exists right now that has had this much t- development time put into it and has had this much refinement from a company like Blizzard with a budget like Blizzard has, um, and that's what always brings me back. That's what I. I yeah, and Brad, we're gonna hit 120 probably tonight, right? We are. We're gonna hold our hand. We're gonna hold hands and walk across the threshold. We're gonna yep. hit that yep. max level. Well, let's, Ian, uh, you're not too far behind. Don't worry, um, Ian. As soon as I hit 120, <laughs> we're still gonna PvP together. I'm gonna jump on my uh, druid. Oh, yeah. We'll be druid bros. I'm going to heal you. I'll be your personal bodyguard. I'm going to run around and I'm going to yeah, heal yeah. you, boy. So awesome. I'm going to jump okay. on my death knight and I'll be your other personal bodyguard. Actually, no, I'll be guarding Brad while he guards you. Yes. So we'll Good start strategy. a daisy chain of guards. Ian um, will run the flag. Yep. We'll win oh, every, every battleground. I want to quick, to close this out, I want to say a couple things. First of all, I last night was the first time I've done over 500k damage in a PvP as a caster. So that was a milestone. Um, Sick. Yup. Felt great. I wasn't... <laughs> Brad was Brad was like in the millions, but... Um, I hit 2 million today. Yeah, damn. Um, so that's cool. Um, if you're trying to power level a character through the old content, I just recommend PVPs, queue up for random instances. It's um, so much fun. So PvP much fun. PVP is so much fun. PVP is so much fun. It's too much fun. It gets your blood boiling too, like for this expansion. So mm-hmm. I recommend it. Last night, Ian and I were playing, and like I got on a little bit before him. Oh man. Like by the time he got on, I, was hard. I had so much adrenaline pumping through my body. It was so great. <laughs> yeah, Brad was all sorts of hyphy over there. Just, <laughs> just, I was I like, come tell. on, Ian, let's go. He's, and he's like screaming into the the mic, and I'm over here doing the exact opposite and getting as chill as humanly possible. <laughs> because that's how chill I... Chill to death. That's how I, as a druid, have to channel my magics. Yes. I have to be... Serene. Okay, serenity. serene. Serenity now. Serenity now. Yeah, um, definitely. PvP is awesome. Oh yeah, uh, one thing we didn't mention uh, that kind of goes with PvP. War mode is a new mode they added. You don't need to worry about going into PvP or PvE servers anymore. You can toggle a thing called war mode and then fight Stormwind. By the way, got to make sure only in the capital cities. Yeah, I cannot recommend enough having war mode on and then just killing any fucking horde you see. Correct. You do get a ten percent experience bonus, which. 
I could, I could do without, honestly. I feel like I'm leveling way too fast. I'm kind of sad that I'm going to hit 120 already, but I got plenty of other characters to level. Um, but it's it a risk is so thing. much fun. Yeah. It's, it, but in addition to the 10% or whatever XP bonus, like when you have war mode on, you have access to four PvP talents that mm-hmm. are also available when you're questing. So... The, it get, it makes you like more powerful just to and, risk like another attack a uh, player attacking you and it's really basically just opting in to get fucked because like <laughs> we go in there and we see a horde it's like all right you check the box to get murdered so that's exactly what we're gonna do yeah that's it's, that's the one thing i really love about it is like there's no excuse to like be mad about being killed in war mode uh, like I can, you can get salty about like, oh, they beat me or like, oh, they ambushed me or I, I and ganked me or whatever. But I don't think there's any like you you opted into this experience, <laughs> so you're gonna die. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> when I see a horde. That's exactly what goes through my head. <laughs> and <laughs> like, it, oh, yeah. you asked for this. Well, time to kill you. They changed the scaling too for PvP. So like, if you if there's a level one twenty. Like, um, in war mode, it, we were level 110, and the three of us were killing level 120s. Like, mm-hmm. they were scrubs. Yeah. It's, it, 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 they it's did true. a really good balancing. It's not about... It's more about skill these days than it yep. is, like, time spent. Well, and I mean, uh, there is... Uh, some people are do have issue with that. Uh, and I guess I can understand that because they feel I'm getting more powerful. How come I'm getting weaker? Um, there's actually a lot of controversy on the forums right now uh, and on Reddit about like this uh, item level scaling. The world scales with your item level a bit uh, so that enemies are getting stronger as you are getting stronger. And it's upsetting a lot of uh, the hardcorest of players who are like already in like really high item level gear who are getting killed by um, monsters and it's like, they can't one shot everything like they could before. And they're upset about that. And personally, um, my personal view is that they're still going to do it anyway. I'm sorry if it's, if you do not like that experience, I am. I, I, I just, I can't, I don't know if I can empathize too much because that's just not how I approach the game. <laughs> no. I personally really love the idea of a game getting more difficult as I get stronger because it make it forces you to focus more. Um, I hate the idea of trivialized content in any aspect. I don't think world quests should be trivial. I don't think any, I don't think any part of the game should, I don't think you should one shot anything. Maybe if you go back to like Elwyn forest and are fighting boars or something in the wilds or something, not in this expansion. But if this is, if you are level 120 and you are doing content that is made for a level 120 player, you should be doing content that's engaging and um, not something you can just pull all the mobs, all the enemies, and then just AOE them to death. Uh, and I can pull six mobs and then just kill them all. I'm sorry. I had a really long conversation about this today with one of my coworkers. And I he was completely opposite mindset for me. Uh, and he's pretty upset about these changes um, and that enemies are scaling. And he, he feels like he's getting weaker as he's gaining power, where my mindset is that I'm getting stronger. The world is getting stronger as well to combat me, my strength, like my character's strength. I, my character is getting better, but the world is kind of pushing back. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't think of it as me getting weaker. Um, I don't know. I, there's, that's a huge controversy. And it's a, I personally think it's just, it's, it's all about where we are in the expansion as well. I still think eventually world quests are going to be trivialized. I think end game content is going to become, you know, farm status or whatever people say. Mm -hmm. Um, like as far as the open world and stuff, like that's going to happen. The power curve it's inverse right now for a little bit. And I'm, but I'm pretty sure that's just up to a certain point. I was reading some of the stats, some of the calculations, uh, and this is pretty deep, I don't know, inside baseball stuff, but item level determines kind of your power level after you hit level 120. Uh, and, uh, baseline three after 300 uh it's enemies start scaling up to you uh so interesting at level, at level 120 there's a baseline level 120 is and enemies are set for item level 300 uh combat Af, for every item level you get above 300 um enemies start scaling up uh so and at uh, the calculations were at item level 340 if your character is item level 340 enemies uh will be doing will have 16 percent more health and be doing i think that much more damage whereas they've calculated player power to be about 40 percent more between item level 300 and 340 so that's power so How is yes that you power? exactly see that's exactly my argument the problem is People want it to be 40% more powerful, not 34% more powerful. Or, wait, 24% uh, more powerful. Um, does that make sense? No, like, I, then the mobs are fighting. And yeah, people are it, pissed that mobs are getting stronger. And I, I think it's this... I'm, I, Blizzards, they are protecting their game from Yeah, I think in being, the long run, yeah. this is a good thing. Because it's keeping content relevant and at least something you have to think about. Because... I, uh, I, it grinds my gears when people are just playing a game just to get the thing, thing as fast as possible and just burn through it. And they have, they're not smelling the flowers and maybe they're sick of the flowers. I don't care. Whatever. I don't have to, I don't have to agree with what you think about smelling. Not if you don't appreciate the world and spend time in it and invest yourself in it. I don't have to care about your perspective on that. I'm just going to say you're, you just sound like an impatient person. Why don't you just, be, you just, just, you're still going to do the content and you're still going to get it done. I'm sorry if you disagree with that. And I, but I, I, I just don't think I'd rather the game make me take time to appreciate it. Yeah. Then the difference. Then get, then let me just shortcut my way through it and just burn through it as fast as possible. Um, yeah. because of this what players were doing they were unequipping items so that their item level dropped so that enemies got easier to kill that's fucked so what blizzard did is they made it so you just can't fucking do that they made it so uh it goes based on whatever items are in your bags of your character so your maximum eye level eye level based on what's in your bags is going to determine your damage boost at level 120 um and so you just can't do that. So people, what they started doing is banking and temporarily selling items. And so Blizzard had to go back and cut that out too. Because it, I, these people are looking at it like, well, I shouldn't put on these higher level items and be, get weaker. But that's not what it is. It's, 
I think it's just a perspective thing to me. And I'm a little fired up because I had a really long conversation about this today <laughs> at work. And I'm sorry. I know I'm deeply inside baseball right now and I'm veering way off track and we're going long. But I'll, uh, It's uh, fine, dude. Yeah. I got I, revved there, up. There's two types of players in this game. And there's the checklist, people ch- checking their shit off the list. And then there's the people who are here to play a game the way it's designed and and some people get that relaxation out of checking off a list and i'm sorry it's i just yeah. can't empathize because i don't think that way and i, I I'm, I'm sorry I, I don't empathize with that perspective why are but you apologizing because don't i had a really long for, conversation for with my feeling a certain way i mean oh yeah well wrong it's not like anyone's right. getting hurt by this you feeling like well, you that's feel the thing. about this no is hurting no one right no, no, yeah, me feeling this way is hurting no one, but this Correct. system is apparently causing these people great pain who can't just burn through everything as quickly as possible and get the best gear and be the best as quit instantly. Um, and maybe I'm just, I, I think I'm kind of typecasting there a little bit, and I know that's unfair, but I don't, I don't get it. And I'm sorry, for, but not sorry. So, so, hashtag sorry, not sorry. I guess so. Got yeah. it. Anyways, Battle for Azeroth is amazing. Go pl- go pick it up. Go play it. Find out your local retailer. It's so, so much fun. Uh, play it with friends if you can. Or if you don't have any friends, find a guild. Um, there are plenty of people. Uh, there is also a new thing in the game called Communities. Uh, if you follow any sort of creative... Uh, like, I follow Giant Bomb's work. In everything, pretty much. And they have a community, so I can hop in there and meet people where we at least have that in common. And I have a few communities I'm in. I'm in Belulars as well, and we're in a pretty big guild. And it's it's been a great experience so far. Um, playing with people is what the game's all about. So I heartily recommend that. I recommend Battle for Azeroth. This is an amazing time to get into WoW, even though it's been 14 years, and I love it. That's my final my final thoughts. Uh, Brad, what's your final thoughts? <laughs> The horde need to die, and we need to bring that sweet, sweet sleep to them. The sweet release of death. The sweet release of death. Ian, what's your what's your your, your final recommendation or thoughts on on Battle for Azeroth so far? I'm loving it, and uh, it's been great talking with you boys. I'm leaving to go PvP now. <laughs> awesome i will join you let's do pvp together guys thank you so much for listening thank you to kyle lanster for the intro outro music we'll be back next week with more amazing video game and gaming related content thank you so much that sounded so sarcastic and like thank you so much for listening so much for listening we really appreciate it (laughs) smash that like button Let's go fucking let's go fuck up some horde. Brad, let's go get 120 and then fuck up some horde or vice versa. Let's well, fuck up so let's hit 120 and BG so we can do it. We can just like fucking be, they'll be like, "Whoa, they're 120." Oh yeah, they'll think we're like hackers. They're like, "Oh, look yeah. at these 120. What are they doing in here? This is a 119 only zone." <laughs> <laughs>